Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the last broadcast of this particular week here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. Appreciate you joining me today. I'm evangelist Michael McCurry. I don't often make mention of things like this, but I will say this. If you're listening right now and you've never had, or maybe it's been a long while since you've had someone come to your church to talk about Bible Tracts Incorporated, I would absolutely love and I'd be honored to do that. Now, my predecessor, Pastor Mark Smith, he traversed the country, went so many places, talked to so many folks. Honestly, he left this ministry in such a state and with a foundation of strength that's allowed us to do some amazing things, or should I say, has allowed God to do some amazing things through this ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. And there may be some that haven't gotten an update. Maybe you've been a longtime supporter of this ministry, or you might be interested in having us come for the very first time to talk about the work of Bible Tracks Incorporated. We could spend hours talking about all that God has done, but in a short period of time, maybe one service or two, or I've had the opportunity recently to speak at a couple week-long meetings, and I'm so excited for that opportunity. I love those chances because it really gives an opportunity to build a rapport with the people for the sake of them realizing that there is a need. I'm talking to people just like you. There is a need for each and every one of us to use gospel tracts to be part of and to take the Great Commission seriously. I often think this way. If I go to a church as an evangelist and I walk out with no love offering or anything like that, but if one person in that church comes to the realization gets serious about the fact that they need to use gospel tracts. Everything else doesn't matter. If one person comes to the knowledge that they need to, as Christians, they need to get serious about this thing of the gospel, then I consider that a win. And I truly believe God does as well. All that to say, if we could come to your ministry and talk about Bible Tracks Incorporated, I'd love for you to get in contact with me. You can email me, Micah, that's M-I-C-A-H at BibleTracksInc.org. Or the easiest way would be to text me directly, 309-316-7240, 309-316-7240. Been in roughly a dozen states already this year and excited about many more. Appreciate so much you listening today. We're going to close out our discussion on greed and the solution for it from the book of Nehemiah. You say, why the book of Nehemiah? Isn't that a book all about building and rebuilding? Well, anytime something is happening for the cause of Christ, there will very likely be friction associated with that. Sometimes, sad to say, the family of God doesn't always get along perfectly. And so let's look at Nehemiah chapter number five. We'll begin in verse number seven in just a moment. But before we do that, listen to this good song. One of the great ways to solve this idea of greed is to fear God and to love God. So listen to this song. It's provided by BibleTruthMusic.com. Hope you enjoy it. Savior of 
I'm so glad that I and you get to be partakers in the love of God. That leads us to Nehemiah chapter number five, verse number seven. I'm wondering here, you know what? Let's begin reading in verse number one. We'll read down through verse number 10 somewhat quickly. So you're going to have to put on your speed reading ears and listen in as I read. Nehemiah chapter five, verse number one says this, and there was a great cry of the people and of their wives against their brethren, the Jews. We see here, parenthetically, there's a little bit of division going on here, divisiveness. Verse 2, For there were that said, We, our sons, and our daughters, are many. Therefore we take up corn for them, that we may eat and live. Some also there were that said, We have mortgaged our lands, vineyards, and houses, that we might buy corn because of the dearth. There were also that said, We have borrowed money. For the king's tribute, and that upon our lands and vineyards. 
Yet now our flesh is as the flesh of our brethren, our children as their children, and lo, we bring into bondage our sons and our daughters to be servants, and some of our daughters are brought unto bondage already, neither is it in our power to redeem them. For other men have our lands and vineyards. Verse 6, Nehemiah says this, and I was very angry when I heard their cry and these words. Verse 7, then I consulted with myself. And I rebuked the nobles and the rulers and said unto them, Ye exact usury, every one of his brother. And I set a great assembly against them. And I said unto them, We after our ability have redeemed our brethren the Jews, which were sold unto the heathen. And will ye even sell your brethren? Or shall they be sold unto us? Then held they their peace and found nothing to answer. And I said, It is not good that ye do. Ought ye not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen, our enemies? I likewise, and my brethren, and my servants, might exact of them money and corn. I pray you, let us leave off this usury. Let's give the context very quickly here. I have a short period of time before the end of this broadcast. The people of Israel, they're rebuilding the walls. But because of the state of the walls and the disarray, the economic state of Jerusalem is not very good. And a lot of the middle class and lower class are in a position where they've had to mortgage their lands, their holdings. Some of them have even had to volunteer their children into a kind of servitude to help pay for the tributes, the king's taxes, all of these things. And it comes to Nehemiah's attention that those that hold the notes on these lands, those that are charging interest, are charging absolutely obscene and crazy rates on their very brethren, the family of God, if you will. And what does Nehemiah do? He absolutely gets torqued off. He gets angry, righteously angry, and he looks for a solution. He calls everyone together, and if you will, figuratively speaking, he cracks a few heads, and he knocks some skulls together and says, listen here, knuckleheads, we are not going to put our family, the very nation that we are striving to protect by building this wall, we are not going to simultaneously ruin our families by charging these injurious usury rates, these interest rates that are absolutely crazy, understand this, that the foreigners, the heathens, they tried to put us in bondage, and thankfully God has brought us out, and now you, Nehemiah tells them, you are going to put your very own family, figuratively speaking, or should I say extended family, into that very same bondage by charging and twisting the screws so much that they cannot afford to even live here anymore as free people. We are not doing this. What's the solution to this greed? Verse number nine. Also I said, it is not good that ye do. Ought ye not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen, our enemies? Can I tell you, when you fear God as much as you should, when you love God as much as you should, you love his people. Can I tell you, there are so many people that give to the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated and partner with us, not only on a financial basis, but also with time, effort, and energy of 
prayer. There are so many people that do that. Why? Because they love God and that bleeds over into them loving God's people. If you fear the God of all eternity, then you will not want to take advantage of his people. Can I tell you, the world may get worse before it gets better, but we have a commission. We have a calling. We have a family. We have a responsibility to work together. If you are in a position where you are under the boot of someone trying to take advantage of you, you know how that feels. So when you are the one in power, why would you do the same thing to someone else? Let's solve greed by loving God and loving people. Thanks for listening today. Hope you'll join us next week on the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tracked Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.